Hey everyone, welcome to Orange Crushing It, a weekly series dedicated to high drive, passionate and motivated individuals. I'm your host, Frank Clark, President and CEO of The Mr. Orange. This shows a weekly dose of business, life and personal development principles geared toward bringing out the adrenaline junkie and overachiever in each and every one of you. As a seasoned entrepreneur of over five companies producing hundreds of millions in revenue, I'm going to personally be sharing my stories of success and, of course, my life-defining massive screw-ups, <laughs> as well as featuring inspiring guests, business leaders, athletes, thrill-seekers who just truly want to walk their talk and make life happen. Stick around, and let's get crushing. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Orange Crushing It. I'm Frank Clark, the CEO of The Mr. Orange and Orange Crushing Movement. And I am excited today to have a very special guest with me. My guest today is Anil Gupta. He's a great friend of mine. Basically, he's overcome suicide, which he's, you know, fine to talk about in 2008. And since that time, he's formulated the happiness formula. He has spoken on Fox News, Harvard University, Sky TV. He's a TEDx speaker. And he's also written a best-selling book called Immediate Happiness. He's the inventor of the happiness score, which I want to figure that one out. I'm usually on scale of one to 10. What does that mean? Happiness score. <laughs> He's also created, and this one fascinates me, the perfect partner program without dating. Okay. I, I think I'm the perfect partner for everybody because I don't want to date any, you know, <laughs> not everybody. Anyway, he's done this for, for single struggling relationships. He performs relationships and mindset workshops in over 18 countries, which have been translated into eight different languages with audiences of over 10,000 fans. Anil has a unique intuitive gift to remove the blockages that prevent people from living a fulfilled life in just a matter of hours. He's on a mission to inspire a billion people, a billion with a B, that's right, and is always available to share his unique, powerful content. He's the man with a heart, not just on his sleeve, but on his chest, on his hat, on his face. He's a, a joyful man. He has actually had an audience with the Dalai Lama, and I, I understand he's got a mean tennis game, as will be testified by Richard Branson of Virgin Atlantic. He's a cool, cool guy, a great friend of mine. And Neil Gupta, welcome to Orange Crushing It. Thank you. That was an amazing intro. I, I you know, wish I'd have written it myself. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. You did. Yes. <laughs> I just read it. <laughs> and he botched it up. <laughs> and I still mess it up. Exactly. <laughs> so, Anil, welcome to the show. I mean, there's so many things I could talk to you about. You have so many diversification. You've been a coach to many celebrities. You have overcome suicide. I mean, you know, that's a big deal. You know, a guy who overcomes suicide and now is teaching happiness is now teaching a happiness score, talking about being immediately happy, immediately happy, happiness. All those, those don't typically correlate with someone who's ready to take their own life. And by the way, thank you for not taking your life because you're an amazing soul. And I really appreciate having you on the planet here. You've touched thank so many you. lives, including my own. And if you don't mind, bring us back to that time. And what really was the tipping point that brought you over the other side and said, you know what, life is worth living? I was very um, stubborn. So I needed a few interventions. Uh, so Tony Robbins uh, did an intervention. His wife did a few interventions. His wife's brother did a few interventions. And then my wife stepped in. And the thing is, I realized that my identity was around money. And as soon as I changed that, everything changed. I remember having to tell my wife, I said, honey, there's some really bad news I have to tell you. She said, what is it? I said, look, you better sit down. You know, she looked at me and I said, look, you know, we've lost everything, the house, the car, the funds, the savings, everything. 
And she looked up and she smiled and I thought, did you not hear what I said? She said, no, Kenny, I heard what I said. I knew, I knew something was wrong. You know, you obviously weren't behaving your normal self, but I thought it was something serious. I thought you had cancer. Wow. So I don't care about the money. As long as I'm staying and living with you and the kids are with you. If we have to sleep in the street, we sleep in the street. Uh, that's I just got to that moment, you know, and I thought, wow, that's interesting. And it, and it, it sort of jogged me. I thought, wow, you know, the important stuff isn't what I thought it was. Right. And she said, look, honey, I've never asked you for money. All I want is you and you to be happy. And from there, you know, we started doing events. The first event was six people, 10, 20, 50, 100. Eventually, we spoke in front of 10,000 people. But there was one thing that saved our lives, and it was this. I started to give. In the moment you give authentically, all the pain and suffering disappears. You feel differently. And as human beings, we do everything for one reason, for the feeling it gives us. It helps so much. So if you're having a problem in your life, you're feeling a little bit down, start giving, but give from a place of love. Well, exactly. I, I, I can attest to myself, you know, early on in my professional career, my self-worth equaled my net worth. I even remember going to, to Fiji, and we both trained under Tony Robbins. And I remember being at the Date with Destiny seminar there in 1997, way back when. You know, Tony talked about the values that you have, and success was a, a very important value to me. And I really just measured my success around my W-2. Now, how much more money am I making? Did I make more than last year? Then I'm successful. And nothing, not a component of how I was contributing, how I was giving back. And really, that's the key to... to True happiness is givers get and contributors get the, the most joy out of their life. And it's, a, it's the abundance principle, at least from my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, abundance is all about the more you give, the more you get. Abundance is also being grateful for what you have, not expecting too many things, and, and, and also not having attachments. Everything is related, and it's a combination of these facts that will give you that feeling of abundance, letting go having a, a clarity too. So all of these things help to make it a beautiful experience for you. Yeah. Well, it's, it's clear that you, you know, you're on a quest to help inspire a billion people. Wow. That is amazing. Tell me about your book, Immediate Happiness. How does one get immediately happy? Okay. So let's do a, a real, real time example. So Frank, okay. look at your hands. When was the last time you thanked them? Last time I thanked my hands. They've done uh, everything for you. You see, these I, are things we take for granted. Right. Our eyes, our teeth, our skin. People, they do gratitude. But there's a difference between doing gratitude and being grateful. Sure. And, and being that person and being that, that entity. But be grateful for what you have and don't focus on what you don't have. And everything changes. And there is a formula for this. Happiness is equal to GQ. The first G we spoke about was to give. Give your time, your energy, your love, your commitment, your joy, your gift, your money. Give it away without wanting anything back. The second G is be grateful for what you have and don't focus on what other people have. The important stuff is the important stuff. And the third G is you have to grow emotionally, physically, spiritually, and mentally. Now, I know some people out there may not be in the best place. And I promise you, if that's you, there is a way out. Just look at those three Gs. And ask yourself, which is the lowest level G? Is it give? Is it grow? Is it gratitude? And all you have to do is work on the lowest level G. Everything rises. Just keep on working at that. And I promise you, things will change. Yeah, I would imagine that if you're giving and growing, 
that the grateful piece just automatically rises, right? Because there's so much joy in contribution. Yeah. And there's and, so much joy yeah. in growth. And then what happens is your awareness level goes up. Awareness gives you clarity. Clarity gives you that focus. Focus gives you that action. The action gives you that results, which gives you momentum. So it's very powerful because everything is connected. There's not just one thing. Everything is connected. You're doing something here, it affects something there. Yeah, everything is energetically connected, right? I mean, it's kind of like if you kill a butterfly, right? You're, you're changing the, the wind patterns and the global warming effects, right? Because everything's connected, right? Even something as small as that. Or even I would think sometimes when people get depressed, they believe that they're, they have no significance on the planet, right? Which is a, a suicidal thought, that they have no significance. And yet they don't understand that the smallest thing that they do creates a massive ripple. Yeah. And so small, tiny little micro distinctions, right? Yeah. It creates such a great wave moving forward. You know, when you're suicidal, there's one thing that goes through your head that you're not worthy, you're not good enough, and that uh, you know, you'd be better off not being on the planet. And this is my wife. We're celebrating 32 years of marriage tomorrow. Oh, congratulations. And, uh, Hello, she's Mrs. So lucky. She, she can't, <laughs> can, can you hear her? No. no. She can't hear you, but yeah, she is so lucky to have met me. Aren't you? Oh. <laughs> I'll let you know after. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone's so lucky to have met you, Neil. <laughs> yeah. This is my, my, my green beer, commonly mm. known as celery. All right. Yeah, and, we'll keep you growing, right? Healthy. I used to have a pain in my eye every time I drank my celery juice, and I, I worked out what it was. Is it the spoon that's in it? It's, it's a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be horrible at the bar, you know, with a straw. <laughs> we'll have to make sure that we keep that away yeah. from you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's good that we're laughing because people need to laugh. You know, we laugh at the smallest of things, the funniest of things. And this is what's missing sometimes in people's lives, you know, laughter. Look at a kid. How many times do they laugh and smile a day? 400 times. Adult is like four times. It's crazy. It is pretty crazy, you know, and especially you, know, you, look, at, you look at little kids and, you know, it wouldn't be amazing if we all just were never corrected for jumping in the puddle, never corrected for standing up on the chair and laughing, never corrected for just being, you know, laughing out loud in a restaurant. Yeah. Every time I see a, a little kid doing that and I see their parents correct them, like, oh, it's not socially acceptable for you to be running around the restaurant. Why not? Or dancing wildly. Yeah. You know, we all tap back into that. That would be amazing. So, yeah. Anila, when you talk about the perfect partner, who's yes. the perfect partner? And how does, you know, well, and how do you get to be the meet the perfect partner without dating? So, you know, uh, Frank, this is the, the big problem. I met my wife three times for half an hour, half an hour, half an hour. And you have to do your due diligence on your partner. So before I met my wife, we investigated what her family was like. What was their standing in the community? What were uh, the members of the family doing? Were they respected? Were they kind? Were they uh, very loving? Were they uh, doing a great job? Were they uh, really you know, being upholding citizens? Whereas a lot of people, they'll meet someone, they think, oh, I'm in love, it's eyes met. No. You, know, you have to do your due diligence because if you don't, you're going to end up in a problem. And that's what happens. People don't do their due diligence in finding out 
if that person has three main traits. One is integrity. Two, they must be loving. And three, they must be healthy emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally. So if you meet someone and you ask them about their previous partners and they, they go, and they say negative things, it's not a good thing. If you meet a partner that is already with someone else and they dump that person to be with you, again, that's out of integrity. And it's going to happen to you too. If you have someone that is angry all the time or frustrated or complains, again, that's not a good thing because it's going to cause a rift. If, if you've got uh, someone who's transactional with their love, you do this for me and I love you. If you don't do this for me, I'm not going to do this for you. Again, that's a problem. And someone who's constantly late or doesn't do what they say they're going to do or talks about other people, again, it's always going to lead to a problem. And you don't need that. My basis of marriage is I'm going to be married for the rest of my life. I've got another 50 years to go. That's Why all? not make... <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you were Superman. I thought you were from another planet. A, no, when no. the mothership <laughs> comes down and takes you, that's happening 50 years from now. <laughs> I'll turn up with something else. (laughs) But it's important to take your time, find out about the other person. But what happens is we think, oh, we can change them or they'll change. No, don't do it. You need strong foundations. You wouldn't buy a house with dodgy foundations. People spend more time picking a car or a house or a business than they do their partner. They think, oh, it's love. No, don't do it. To that end, though, I believe, and I'm a firm believer of this because I've witnessed it in my own life and I've witnessed it in other lives, too. I believe people do change. I believe that people can change. I believe that people, once they hit a certain point of, we'll call it their bottom, in whatever aspect of their life, their health, their finances, their relationships, their family, kids, hit that bottom and they go, you know, I will no longer live like this. And they can change, right? So, yes, the foundation of their house might be on straw, but they, they hit that point. They go, you know, this is a time when I need to change. I mean, look at, you know, for you to go from a suicidal state of not worthy to now teaching people how to be worthy, obviously it was a great pivotal change. So what's your take on that? You know, yes, you find somebody and they have a few traits. That's not necessarily what you want. You're doing your research, but do you believe that these people have the ability to change and, you know, is it something that you have a, a list like, oh, this is my checklist and you got to hit all, you know, you got to hit it out of the park <laughs> on all of them. The thing is awareness. Once you know what the, the three main things are, mm-hmm. just test, 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 test and say, look, I know that this person has this issue. I'm willing to live with it. That's fine. Right. But it's coming from a place of great awareness Whereas if you just jump into it without that awareness, you just don't know what's going to happen. True. And I, 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 I absolutely agree. People are, uh, are able to change. But the thing is, when? And are you willing to put up with it? You know, how much time are you willing to invest? And what happens if you invest the time and they don't change? It's a choice. It really is. Yeah, it's a choice. You know, I heard a preacher one time, uh, this guy, Joel Osteen, he's a Christian preacher. and Amazing person. He really is, you know, and I don't listen to Joel all the time. And I just happened to hear this one sermon that he gave. And he was talking about your soulmate, right? Everybody's out there looking for the perfect mate. And he said, you know what? Because the perfect person is going to be 80%. 
That's it. 80 percent. And he goes, and guess what you are? You think you're all that in a bag of chips? Okay. The best you are. 80 percent. Okay. <laughs> you ain't hitting another park with every single checkbox either. And he says, and when people tend to stray from their relationships, they look over the fence and they go, oh, she's got a better body. Oh, she's, you know, she's got a better career. Oh, she's younger. So I'm going to hop over the fence and I'm going to go hang out with this girl. And then guess what she is? 80%, right? And she's not the loving mom or she's got a crazy brother or she's got, you know, there's something else, right? She doesn't like dogs. She hates what you like to eat for food. She's a horrible cook. Boom, 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 right? And you leave what you have. It's amazing and beautiful. And you hop the fence and you're still only 80%, right? Well, there's a reason people do that. What's can, that? I, can, can I explain to you how it works? Absolutely. Okay, so I call this the, the dating facade, okay? Boy meets girl, girl meets boy. And yeah, they're in love. He does everything for her. She does everything for him. And it's amazing. And you know, it goes on for a few years. They get married. And he thinks, well, you know what? I don't have to do that stuff anymore. And she thinks, I don't have to do that stuff anymore. So all of a sudden, they're not focusing on each other. They start focusing on themselves. And then the man says, you know, what's going on? You know, you, you, you used to do this for me. And she said, well, you used to do this for me. Then a child comes into the play. So the mother will always make the child the number one priority. The man thinks, you know, what's going on? I, I used to be the king of the house. Now I'm not. Okay. Then he'll start doing either of two things, working harder or playing harder. And then as the child grows up, he'll continue to do that. Now, he doesn't feel respected. And if another woman gives him some attention, it's very hard for him to say no. Okay. Now, if you... If these two people made each other their number one priorities, they would never leave each other. That's what the problem is. They start taking each other for granted. And people think relationships are 50-50. They're not. They're 100-100. When they get to 50 50s, when you get the problems. Sure. So Joel is right, but there's a precursor to why it happens. And if you know that, you can fix it. If you always do at the beginning what you always did, then you would never have a, an, end, an end date, right? Yeah. You know, people come to me and say, well, you know, I don't know why she's leaving me. I didn't do anything. That's why she's leaving you. You used to do this, but now you right. don't. You used right. to do this, but now you don't. But yeah, I did that, but I didn't get anything back. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not about getting something back. You know, it's funny you say that. I, I was married almost 20 years, my last marriage, and... It ended two and a half years ago, and I was blown away. I'm like, wait a minute. We renew our wedding vows every year. We do this, we do this. And I literally was shell-shocked. I'm like, what do you mean you want a divorce? That's just not in our cards, right? And I had to sit back and go, okay, well, listen, there's a fundamental thing that I believe in, and is that you create, promote, or allow everything in your life. There's no victims here, right? We all create, promote, or allow everything in our life. And so, you know, you take personal responsibility. And when you do, when you sit back and go, okay, this obviously – Whatever I did or what I didn't do, like to your point, right, created this situation. And yeah. I have to own it. You know, I have and to own 100%. That's a big thing. You know, you have to realize one thing, that you are cause in the matter. Whatever happens to you, somehow you're responsible for it, mm-hmm. either by your inactions or actions, you know, by looking after your health or not looking after your health, by showing up or not showing up. So 
once you take responsibility, then that gives you the freedom to make a change. Well, thanks for sharing that. You want to change a billion lives, a billion. You're what, like 700 million right now? How close? How close? No, I'm up about <laughs> 60, 65 million. And, it, you know, it sounds like a lot, and it is a lot. But it in this day and age, uh, with digital uh, access, it's a lot easier than it used to be. So, uh, you know, if, if, if when I get on a, a show like Oprah or uh, Ellen DeGeneres or Dr. Phil, or Mr. Orange Podcast. Or Mr. Orange Podcast Live. <laughs> you, you know, that's, that's 990 million. But it, it's all syndicated, so it can go very viral very quickly. Sure. And you really, you know, that's the thing I think that people take for granted or misunderstand is what we're sharing here in this podcast. Okay, we're friends and we're, we're you know, uh, recapturing our lives and talking about some different points, right? And Maybe one or two people might subscribe to my podcast as a result. Right? Maybe one or two people might add to a comment. You, know, you never know, right? It might hit on our websites. But I guarantee you, somebody down the line is going to, that's going to say nothing. And I'm sure this has happened to you throughout your career. You have probably hit a billion people, and you don't even know. You don't really realize the people that are vocal are the people that will register, are the people who will sign up or buy a book or be at a seminar. That's quantifiable. But the message that you give is so amazing. And you are. You're an amazing human being. And you always come from a place of love. This is a podcast. You can't see this all the time. But this guy is smiling ear to ear all the time. All the time. No, all the <laughs> time. No, 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 no. I, I, have my, I have my bad moments, believe I, I, me. I bet when you sleep, you're still smiling. Okay? No, no, no. no. <laughs> no people, say, people ask me, are you happy all the time? No, I have my moments. And, you know, when I have my moment, don't come near me. I just want to be by myself. So, yeah. So you're poking you know, yourself in the eye with a, yeah. with a spoon. But, Frank, what you just said is so important. We never know the impact we have on other people. People will always remember how you make them feel. And I, there are two types of people, Frank. Ones that make you happy when you leave the room. Ones that make you happy when you enter the room. Which one are you? That's it. There's only two types of people. Right. Well, you're the kind of person that makes people happy when, when you're in the room. And you know what? You make people happy when you leave the room because you left them with something. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Thank you. Not leaving the room just because, hey, get out of here. Go <laughs> <laughs> well, get me a celery drink. <laughs> Without Fantastic. the spoon. <laughs> there you go. Anil, you have incredible connections and you have a hell of a tennis game. I, you know, I go on your Facebook page and I'm always watching you play tennis. Has that been a secret passion? Have you always played tennis? Do you enjoy the game? I mean, you're all, and you're playing with celebrities. You're playing with like some, some, Who's who's the best person you ever played tennis against? The girl you went, holy shit, that guy really or gal really gave me a match. And who's like who's ass did you kick and go? I just had to do it out of principle. I had to beat just because I'm competitive. Well, actually, I'm a badminton player, but I moved homes once opposite a tennis club, and I, I started playing tennis. And the coach said, "Oh, you'll you'll never be good at this," and that really annoyed me. <laughs> so then I said, "Right, I'm going to show you." So I won the tournament. He didn't like that. But I, I, I played uh, with some top 10 players in the world. I played Richard Branson. He's, he, he used to beat me all the time. And I said, Richard, you know, why do you beat me? He says, well, Anil, you don't have stamina. You need stamina. So he said, uh, you, you need to go, go home, play singles, come back. So I did. And I came back and I beat him. He got a little bit annoyed. So he got the ball. He went to hit me. I, I bent over backwards and it hit my bum. And I said, hey, Richard. That's the best shot you played all day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and he said, what do you play for? You know, and I said, hey, can I make you a cup of tea? And he said, no, let me make it for you. So, you know, he's very humble, very playful. And this is what's missing in life. You know, be playful, be humble, have fun. Don't make fun of people, but laugh at yourself, you know? Sure. Yeah. And you can look at yourself in the mirror and enjoy who you're looking back at, right? And laugh and smile, right? We all make mistakes. We're all going to screw up. We're going to continue to screw up. That's how... That's how people get successful is taking that chance and going, you know what? Failure is part of success. Taking a chance is part of success. Messing up is part of success. Making yep. mistakes is part of success. It's just part of the formula. Yep. And, you know, when you look back at it and just smile and, and laugh, it's just a great way to live. And again, you're always seem to be smiling. Every time I see you, brother, you're always <laughs> in, a, in a great mood. In a great mood. Two points. If you could instill on our audience and everybody that you listen to, you know, they say, okay, Neil, here's your legacy. Here's, here's the, the two things that if I can only learn two things, that's it. They keep me happy. The happiest I've ever been. What would be the two things you want people to understand and know? Okay. Uh, one, I would say this. Be so amazing that you cannot be ignored. And if you are ignored, it doesn't matter because how you show up on this planet will be this magnificent soul. Be so amazing. That's one. The other one is I would say, you know, what other people think of you is none of your business. You know, we're walking around being a football of other people's emotions and reactions and thoughts. Let it go, you know. And there was one more thing I would ask people to do is to forgive. Forgive yourself and forgive others because forgiveness is the express pathway to freedom. I love that. Say that again. Forgiveness is the express pathway to freedom. The quality of your life is dependent on the, upon the depth and authenticity of the forgiveness you extend to yourself and to others. That's beautiful. It's that a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. I'm going to steal that phrase from you, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I stole it from someone, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all regurgitating everything yeah, we've not, learned. Not it. Nothing belongs to us. Everything that we have, you know, this house, it's not mine, it's rented. Until I die, then someone else gets it. Nothing is owned by us. You know, people don't realize that. No, they don't. Everything, everything is just temporary, and it's how you use it and, and beautify it, right? And glorify it and make it better. That's our, that's our, I guess, our mission on the planet at some level, yeah. right? Yeah. I want to be remembered as the mad guy. He made a difference. <laughs> and the happy guy. He made a difference. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 I know. So, Anil. One quick fun fact about you, and then we'll just wrap it up, and, and I'll ask you how people can get a hold of you. What's, what's something that's a little outrageous out there that, you know, not too many people know about? But now in the Orange Crushing It community, they're going to be like, man, we had almost an exclusive here about this guy. Okay, so um, something like I've lived on four continents. I was born in Africa. I lived in Europe. I've lived in uh, India, Asia. Now I'm living in the USA, so... Every uh, generation, we seem to move from one continent to another. So my father actually wrote a book called The Four-Continent Man. And I, I, I did say, are you sure it's continent or incontinent? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's on the fifth continent. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's a lot of fun, too. So, uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Really, just uh, laugh at yourself. You know, here, I have plenty of scope. And I know a lot of you do, too. So have fun. That's my year. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Can you still hear me? 
What did you say? <laughs> I guess you can. <laughs> so if you're not poking yourself in the eye with spoons from your drink, you're popping your earbuds out. You're a mess today. That's okay. You're still happy. You still got the heart on your hat and heart on your shirt. And, you know, heart. It, you, oh, look at that, man. He's got a tattooed also on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's committed right there. That's committed. Well, fantastic. It's funny. Anil, how can people get a hold of you? How can they par- participate in being the billion people that spread your message and participate in being happy and understand how to get their happiness score and, and share in your G-cubed technology? You know, if, and I know people are struggling out there, and I've been through many struggles. And if, if you want to have a, a chat with me, I'm happy to, to give you a free session. Just go to chatwithanil.com, C-H-A-T with anil.com book a, a session with me we'll have i'll give you at least three or four insights and then that will be the difference that makes the difference that can give you that uh, impetus to lead a richer fuller happier life brother thank you so much for being on the show today congratulations on your marriage it was nice having your wife on the show for a little bit yeah. here too <laughs> <laughs> thanks for all your wisdom no, uh, try thank not you. yourself at lunch today by you know take the fork Use the right end. Keep laughing, keep enjoying yourself, and keep spreading your message. If you're a beautiful human being, thank you again for being on the show. Thank you, Frank. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orange Crushing It. Hope you're fired up to take on your week with unstoppable energy. Hey, if you like the broadcast, please subscribe. Share it with your best buds, and please write a badass review. You can reach me at themrorange.com. Stay inspiring, y'all.